Urban Stories Practices of Urban and Social Innovation in Europe. Urban Stories promotes good practices of grassroots, culture led urban and social innovation processes across Europe. All cases are members of the Trans Europe ALS network, representing Europe as a whole, from north to south and from east to west, and with different lifespans. Each practice is explored through research carried out in 2021 under the Project Eureka, European Urban Regeneration Knowledge Alliance, funded with the Erasmus Plus program. The good practice of this episode is art social space Brunnen Passage, a laboratory and venue for transcultural and participatory art processes. Art Social Space Brunnen Passage has been operating since 2007 as a laboratory and venue for transcultural and participatory art processes. It is located in a former market hall at Brunnen Markt in Otterkring, Vienna's 16th district, an outer district on the west side of Vienna, where in the last 20 years, many regeneration projects and numerous cultural and artistic activities have been developed. These activities have contributed to a shift in the perception of the neighbourhood, triggering processes of gentrification, limited only by rent regulation policies. In this context, Art Social Space Brunnen Passage started its activities in a former market hall in Ippenplatz, at the centre of Brunnenmarkt. The building was refurbished into an open space with large glass doors and windows, directly connected to the market and close to the local square. The building was, and still is, owned by Caritas Vienna, the charitable organisation of the local Catholic Church, which supports Brunnen Passage by lending in the building for free and covering around 20% of its annual budget, while the rest comes from municipal and national funding. However, the cultural centre has always operated autonomously from Caritas Vienna under the direction of the co-founder, Anne Wiederhold Darianavart. The concept of Brunnen Passage is based on the awareness of the presence of social inequalities in the cultural sector in Vienna, and more generally in Austria and Europe, in which people with migration backgrounds, even second or third generation, tend to be excluded from cultural and artistic life, both as audience members and as artists and professionals. In keeping with this awareness, Brunnen Passage aims to find and develop contemporary aesthetic practices that are able to reflect a diverse society characterised by transculturality. The aim is to deconstruct ideas of culture, understanding that identities are always fluid and influenced by each other. Its core principles also include non-discriminatory curating, transdisciplinarity, participation, multilingualism, creating relationships, advertising work, team composition and encouraging collaborations. Besides efforts to develop these new cultural practices, Brunnen Passage also aims to mainstream its approach by influencing cultural policies and institutions. To do so, it has collaborated with important Viennese cultural institutions in the development of participatory projects. It has also recently supported the establishment of D-Arts, a lobbying organisation that specifically aims to bring more diversity to the Viennese cultural landscape. 
This initiative is intentionally detached from the daily practice of the Brunnen Passage art space in order that D-Art can focus entirely on political and policy work. Brunnen Passage operates on three levels, individual, local and institutional. At an individual level, it aims to break the distinction between producers and consumers of cultural activities, integrating a strong participatory dimension into its programme. At the local level, it aims to develop a free and welcoming space of interaction and encounter between different social groups. And at an institutional level, it aims to change the institutional approach to post-migrant communities in cultural policies. All the activities of Brunnen Passage follow certain established principles. For instance, the events should be free, as far as possible. They should be included and promoted in the centre's official programme. They should be open for anyone to join. And they should be sensitive to cultural diversities. The Brunnen Passage team is composed of 10 professional managers and curators with mixed identities and cultural backgrounds, and includes numerous technicians and artists working as freelancers. It organises a wide range of artistic activities with no strict disciplinary barriers. All have a participatory dimension, although to greater or lesser degrees depending on the particular activity. The activities are mostly directed at local residents, focusing in particular on those with post-migrant backgrounds. The main goal of this part of the programme is to involve people in cultural projects, encouraging them to experiment with different forms of cultural expression. Another type of activity hosted by Brunnen Passage is events organised and promoted by local groups and associations, which the team help to organise and manage. Small groups pay very little, while big institutions or public administrations that want to use the space are charged market prices. This is because Brunnen Passage wants to facilitate the use of the space by groups and communities in order to build relationships with them and to facilitate their encounters with others. Brunnen Passage also has strategic partnerships with several established Viennese cultural institutions. Over the years, it has collaborated with the Musikverein, the Theater in der Josefstadt and the Wiener Konzerthaus, amongst others. Many of these corporations are based on the development of participatory art productions involving local residents. An example of strategic partnership was the production of sing-alongs by the community choir of Brunnen Passage and the Wiener Konzerthaus. Brunnen Passage is interested in developing these collaborations in order to offer its diverse participants the chance to be seen on a major cultural stage and at the same time to influence the content and approach of these cultural institutions in order to counter any exclusionary mechanisms at work. These institutions are interested in expanding beyond their traditional audience and adopting a more inclusive approach. Brunnen Passage's main sources of income are grants for cultural activities from the municipality the state and foundations, as well as sponsorships and support from Caritas Vienna. Their self-generated income is limited, as they do not set ticket prices for their events. Since being set up in 2007, the innovative approaches of Brunnen Passage became a model for other cultural spaces and cultural policymakers at local, national and international level. Brunnen Passage has also received an offer to replicate its model in other districts of Vienna, but the limited financial sustainability of the expansion meant the proposal's implementation was postponed. The development of Brunnen Passage and its various innovations met many obstacles. 
The main challenges reported by the members of the team were due to relations with institutional partners and strategic partnerships. The main issue was the perceived distance between these institutions' desire to cooperate and the lack of subsequent commitment in terms of financial, human and organisational resources. Brunham Passage has subsequently reflected on this issue through its internal evaluation work and has now set out the minimal resources that partners must guarantee at the signing of partnership contracts. A second challenge has been financial stability. The low level of public funding means the team has to be constantly on the lookout for the next source of funding, and thus the project has limited stability. In this context, the relation with Caritas Vienna, the owner of the building and its parent organisation, was seen as both a challenge and a facilitating factor for the initiative. For instance, it was important to distinguish itself from Caritas Vienna, making clear that it was an organisation focused on contemporary art rather than on charity work. But on the other hand, it was without a doubt a benefit for the initiative in terms of providing financial and organisational stability. Various processes taking place in the neighbourhood created a fertile ground for the initiative. Firstly, municipal investments in the local area's public spaces and infrastructure provided a framework for intervention. Secondly, the presence of organised post-migrant communities was an enriching factor, providing a fertile ground for Brunham Passage's work with individuals and groups. Thirdly, the emergence of other cultural initiatives at the turn of the millennium changed the perception of the neighbourhood and paved the way for the establishment of Brunham Passage. Other challenges that the team involved in Amygdala highlighted included how to combine long-term strategies with the logics of temporary reuse, with contracts being renewed by the local government on an annual basis. This makes it difficult, for example, to choose how to invest resources for the space, such as installing air conditioning or changing the courtyard to make it more livable in the summer. At the level of the local area, Brunnenwirtel, the initiative aims to continue its non-commercial nature to prevent its further gentrification. On a city-wide level, it recognises the need to increase the number of spaces where people can meet and engage with each other. Another challenge was how to make the local government recognise the role played by artistic practices in the transformation of the city. To bring about these transformations in the local area and its architecture, it was necessary both to tighten the dialogue between the urban planning department and the cultural sector of the municipality, and to be more effective in the use of participatory processes. The final challenge identified was acknowledging the contribution of the community by encouraging them to welcome the process of regeneration and play a part in it. Relations with the owners of the building have also been difficult. Firstly, because the Oliaris company is trying to sell the building, and secondly, because communism's efforts to escape pre-established definitions meant the owners were not clear about the project's purpose, which impacted their trust in it. This episode is based on research carried out by Federica Pesce, Federica Tayako Centra, and Olga Petroni at Melting Pro. Urban Stories is edited by Melting Pro for the European Urban Regeneration Knowledge Alliance Project, funded under the Erasmus Plus program. Sound Design by Simone Coriacmo and Fabio Zona.